Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. Hello, it's Monday the 21st of August. Hope you had a good weekend and thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. First up, we've been speaking to a Roma traveller from Faversham who says she fears for the future of her culture. Marianne Eastwood has been speaking about her lifestyle and why she feels forced to live in a house. Dan's here to tell us more about the story. So why does she feel like this? Yeah, so Marianne has been telling Kent Online that she grew up in trailers moving around Kent with her family, selling clothes and fruit. She says the Roma community stuck together, but that's now not the case and that there's a lot of separation. She says the community has lost their connection to nature and to each other. And why is that? Well, last year, legislation was introduced which allows local authorities to evict travellers who pitch on unauthorised land and instead they must apply to pitch on council-owned sites. Marianne says this is a problem because it doesn't allow them to follow their nomadic lifestyle. These sites are also often lacking in availability and infested with rats due to poor facilities. She now lives in a house in Faversham but says she feels distant to her heritage. She says everyone needs to have more of an understanding of each other. Kent County Council secured a £3.8 million government grant to refurbish seven traveller sites across the county early this year. It'll be used to make improvements to showers and toilets, upgrade drainage and repair fencing. Thanks, Dan. Kent Online reports. A man's been arrested on suspicion of drink driving after a car crashed into a block of flats near Maidstone. Police and firefighters were called to Fullingspit Avenue in Barming yesterday evening. The building was evacuated because of serious structural damage. It's been revealed nearly two-thirds of parking fines issued to foreign registered vehicles in the county go unpaid. During a six-month period, Kent Online found 65% of tickets weren't paid three months after they were issued. It's emerged most authorities don't pursue the drivers because they have no access to foreign databases. TV presenter Phil Spencer has issued a statement after his parents were killed in a crash near Canterbury. Anne and Richard were on their way to a pub when their car ended up in a river at Garrington Farm in Littlebourne on Friday. Lauren's been reading his Instagram post. Yes, Lucy, Phil released this statement. Very sadly, both of my amazing parents died on Friday. As a family, we are all trying to hold on to the fact mum and dad went together and that neither will ever have to mourn the loss of the other one, which is a blessing in itself. Although they were both on extremely good form in the days before, hence the sudden idea to go out to lunch, mum's Parkinson's and dad's dementia had been worsening and the long-term future was set to be a challenge. So much so that mum said to me only a week ago that she had resigned to thinking, now it looks like we will probably go together, and so they did. That was what God had planned for them and it was a good plan. The car, going very slowly, toppled over a bridge on the farm drive, upside down into the river. There were no physical injuries and I very much doubt they would have even fought it. They would have held hands under the water and quietly slipped away. Their carer was in the car and managed to climb out of a back window, so the alarm was raised quite quickly. As many farmers do, my brother had a pen knife and so was able to cut the seat belts. He pulled them out of the river, but they never regained consciousness. Although desperately sad and shocked beyond all belief, all family are clear that if there can ever be such a thing as having a good end, this was it. It feels horrendous right now, but after almost 60 years of marriage, to die together on the farm they so loved will, I know, be a comfort in the future. Mum and dad are together, which is precisely where they would have wanted to be. 
Tributes are continuing to come in with one person on Facebook saying Anne Spencer was her primary school teacher. Another added that they're thinking of Phil and his siblings. Kent Online News. Two people have been treated by paramedics after breathing in smoke during a fire in Broadstairs. Four fire engines were called to the high street when a blaze broke out in the bathroom of a flat yesterday evening. It's thought to have been caused by an electrical fault. Cheryl Baker has decided to put her home near Tunbridge up for sale. The Bucks Fizz singer, who won Eurovision in the 80s, has spoken about her financial struggles. Her six-bedroom cottage is on the market for £1.5 million. A pensioner has been told by council workers to remove a heavy bag of waste from her garden, even though someone else dumped it there. 78-year-old Patricia Maybury from Deal was surprised to find grass cuttings had been left on her property earlier this week. She's a widow and has no car. Our reporter Sam Lennon spoke to her in the garden. I'll be honest with you, I think when you get to a certain age... Why should you have to pay £60 a year for someone to take a bag? I think I got through to the actual department that deals with waste um, and I was told that they won't collect it. Once it's in my garden, it's my responsibility. And if I put it outside on the path, I'm fly-tipping, and I said, what am I supposed to do? And he said, well, once it's in your garden, that's it. But if I put it out there again, I'd be responsible for fly-tipping. So that's all he would say. He He didn't recommend anything, didn't give me any advice, didn't even say... Well, he did say sorry because he couldn't do anything. And I said sorry because I'd taken it out on him. And it wasn't his fault. So it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. But at the end of the day, I still got a bag of grass that doesn't belong to me. Dover District Council have defended their actions. A spokesperson said, We do understand the difficulties here, but unfortunately the removal of waste that is fly-tipped on private property is the responsibility of the landowner. Kent Online reports. Firefighters have had to tackle a blaze at a block of flats in Gillingham, which is thought to have been caused by an e-scooter. Police and paramedics were also called to Wood Street after it broke out in the lobby area on Saturday evening. There were no reported injuries. Residents in Faversham say they're furious after being hit with a bill for thousands to rebuild a demolished wall they don't want. Households in Spillet Close have criticised Orbit Housing Association after being told they'd have to pay for a new brick wall, which was brought down during the pandemic. It's estimated to cost £3,000 for each of the 20 properties, and there are fears the price could spiral. 
Now, as kids get ready to go back to school, new figures show three in four parents say buying uniform puts a strain on their household budget. But one shop in Hearn Bays found a way to help struggling families. Myers Free Shop on the High Street offers all sorts of products for free, including rails of donated school uniform. Owner Myers has been telling us more about it. We opened the free shop in December. Everything in the shop is free. It's for everyone to use, families in need, people who like recycling, reusing. We've done the uniform campaign first time last August. It was really popular. It saved a lot of money for struggling families this year again. All months, we started in July actually, and it's continuing till September. Uniform for high school now, to dress up one child for high school, it's about 300 pounds. It's not possible to do it. And when you do that, it's not possible to pay your bills. It's not possible to buy your food. Our food bank increased nearly double in August because of prices going up. And if we can help people with the food, with a the uniform, they can pay their bills. And it's really important. Anyone who's struggling at the moment with uniform, you're more than welcome come and help yourself. Doesn't matter where you live. We're based in Hearn Bay, but our services are not limited to Hearn Bay. We help a lot of people in all over the Kent. Our doors open for everyone. You can bring uniform, take uniform. The shop's proven to be very popular and has had lots of support from the local community. It's absolutely a fantastic shop. I've got bits in here for my grandson and my granddaughters. I just think this is such a brilliant idea and whoever thought of it, hats off. We need shops like this everywhere and this whole community is showing it cares, which is brilliant. It's open to anyone, not just locals, and those who are struggling are being urged to come and take what they need. Kent Online News. The owners of a music venue in Faversham are appealing a decision that's forcing them to turn music off at gigs. The Hot Tin must stop playing music by 10pm and have the volume turned down by 9pm. Some say it will kill off the town. It said the conditions have been imposed after residents complained about the noise levels. Firefighters have been called to Gillingham after a car was set alight. Witnesses say they heard what sounded like an explosion on Fox Street yesterday morning. No one was hurt, but the blaze is being treated as suspicious. Kent footballer Alessia Russo has been nominated to be given Freedom of the Borough in Maidstone. She was one of the star players in England's journey to the Women's World Cup final, but came off at half-time in the match against Spain. Despite their 1-0 defeat, the Lionesses have been praised by politicians, royalty and fellow sports stars for inspiring the nation. Our reporter Joe Crossley watched the match at Russo's former club, Bearstead. He spoke to 11-year-old Nancy and her mum, Michelle, after the game was over. They did well to get there, but it's just really gutting that they haven't done it. Um, so, what, you've played football since you're five, right? Yeah. So, how did you get into it? Um, I don't really know. I just think I came up to mum one day and said I wanted to play football, and uh, we went to a couple of training sessions. I enjoyed it, and I got into a team and carried on from there. And what is it about football that you love so much? I just enjoy... I enjoy sport in general, so I just enjoy it, being around, uh, playing in a team, and I'm quite competitive, so I like winning. <laughs> you like being around the others, don't you? And, yeah. And a bit of banter that you get with it. And um, Mum, um, yeah. how proud of you of your daughter? Yeah, I think she's ball. doing really well. She, you know, she's still mixing it with the boys. Um, next season she's going to be playing up a year, playing as an under-13, 
and she should be an under 12 still in with the boys and mixing it up there and um, it's good to see her still challenging and, and pushing for that and working hard and she you know she lives and breathes it I'm always telling her off at home because there's always a ball at her feet kicking against the cupboards kicking against any surface that she possibly can but I suppose that's what she needs to be doing but the noise is <laughs> a bit annoying at times but yeah she does love it and it's good to see her have a passion and Nancy do you see yourself playing a world cup final anytime soon I hope so yeah yeah and who would you like to be like of, of any of the lionesses which one do you think you'd, you'd be able to be like uh Lucy Bronze she's just a quality player and like her positioning her balls through Headers are all just really good. And that's a position you often play as well, isn't it? Yeah. Brilliant. And Mum, how how important is it to have role models oh, it's huge. like Lucy Bronze? Yeah, it's massive. I think like Lucy Bronze, I think Lesia Russo from obviously obviously the club here, um, and just for the girls to be able to look up and think, We could do that one day, that's that's massive. They they wouldn't have had that before. That's a really big step forward. It's hoped England's World Cup journey will help the sport continue to grow. Kelly Robinson is the Women's Development Manager at Chatham Town FC. She's been telling us what they need. It is generally funding and obviously hopefully England football and the FA can can look at that and realise that girls need support just as much. Youth football is mainly down to volunteer coaches, volunteer managers and funding, at the end of the day, it's, it's not a cheap. It's not cheap. Nothing our children do these days is cheap. So there, there does need to be more funding. Kent Online reports. A court heard how an Amazon delivery driver stole over £100 worth of petrol from a Kent supermarket on two separate occasions. Stephen Romain from Northleet filled up his van at two different Morrison's stores before driving off. The 34-year-old claims he was stitched up after Amazon took £500 from him for van rental, which left him with no money to complete his shift. He's been ordered to repay the petrol money. A road between Canterbury and Dover will be closed for 17 months while work to expand a housing development continues. Heritage Road is shutting from today until January 2025 for the construction of the Aylsham Garden Village. Council bosses say the closures needed to keep the public and workers safe. Now, with more people than ever relying on food banks to get by, a campaign's been underway to help charities all over Kent. Tons of tins was set up by our sister radio station, KMFM, and listeners spent six weeks donating cans and money. The big weigh-in took place on Friday, and we ended up with a massive 6.77 tonnes. Holly's been helping to deliver all that food across the county. So we're here at Faversham Food Bank with... Dominic Deeson. And what's your role here? I'm the Press and Communications Volunteer. And how will these tins make a difference to the people of Faversham? Oh, a huge amount because um, whilst people of Faversham are very, very good at supporting the food bank, they have found it tougher recently because of the cost of living crisis. And so the demand for the food bank has gone up. We're getting a lot more people coming in, particularly families, but also people are finding it harder to donate as well. Thank you very much to KMFM for this marvellous um, collection of food and also from what I understand from all the other food banks across Kent that you've been donating to, it really does help make a difference, an enormous difference. So we're currently at Medway Food Bank with... Sharon and Sue. And how will this food make a difference to the people in Medway? 
Um, demand is really high in Medway at the moment and donations have decreased partly because of the cost of living um, so this will just be a massive bonus to our um, food bank centre and enable us to ensure we can keep serving the people in Medway. Yeah this is Sue, we'd just like to say thank you to everyone who has donated um, either financially or with food donations and thank you to KMFM for organising this. Um, yes thanks to everybody this has really helped. We're currently at Meadow Children's Centre with Elena. And what's your job here? I'm a business support. And we're with? Uh, Kelly Palmer and I'm the lead practitioner in Discovery Day Nursery. And how will these tins uh, make a difference in the community? Um, it will help um, support our families. Okay. It will support our parents um, at the nursery and any of the tree trops, primary school children, parents that walk past, we sometimes give donations to. And where else will these tins be going to? Um, they'll be distributed throughout the Maidstone Children's Centres. Um, we've got a handful of children's centres for the Maidstone Bar. We really appreciate your help. Thank you very much. It will be really appreciated by all our parents in the community. Thank you so much for doing this. Kent Online News. There are plans to turn a disused golf driving range near Dartford into a rugby ground. Bosses at Swanley Rugby Club say they're growing at a fast rate and have put in an application to transform the Olympic in Bean Chelsea Lane. It would include a new pitch, training area and changing rooms. A beach carnival that had to be cancelled because of bad weather earlier this summer will return this week. Broadstairs Water Gala was due to take place on the 2nd of August, but it was postponed after the Met Office issued a yellow warning for strong winds. The event will now take place at Viking Bay and Victoria Gardens on Wednesday. And an historic Kent ice cream shop has revealed plans to open sites four and a half thousand miles away. Morelli's has stores in Broadstairs and Whitstable and bosses now want to launch in Dubai. Kent Online Sports. Football and Gillingham have kept their place at the top of the League Two table after beating Crawley Town. The 1-0 victory away from home on Saturday was thanks to an own goal and Jake Turner saving a penalty. Jill's manager Neil Harris spoke to us after the match and wasn't happy with their performance. I thought we was really poor. It was really poor. Um, I thought it was excellent at Stockport um, and, and probably didn't deserve to win but certainly deserved a point. Um, and we've got the three against Accrington. We, we dominated and should have won by more goals. Um, at Sutton, we deserved to win the game because we defended brilliantly. We was a little next to nothing away and, and scored a good goal. And today, as we just turned the ball over so cheaply, uh, the shape at times was, was wrong. Um, loads of good stuff, but I just got. I have to be honest. And, and today, we maybe got something we didn't deserve with the three points. Um, I thought Crawley had really good patterns. I thought they dominated the ball. Um, we knew it was going to be a game of transitions and we'd have to counter well. And first half, after the first, after the penalty save, we transitioned really well and could have been two or three up. But then in the second half, every time we won the ball back, we just give it away and just hit the lads in there. Four out of four, brilliant. But we can't, you know, we can't be we can't be turning balls over like that against good football teams. And you then also got the perspective, I'm saying to the young lads in there, look at the senior lads, talk to talk to talk to the um, Talk to the boys that have played at the top level. Talk to the boys that have played in the Premier League, in the Championship, and there. And certainly, that's what happens. If you turn the ball over against better teams at better level, you get punished. So that's our learning curve today. Thank you for the points, but we need to be better. We take take all the pros, take all, all the all the you know thanks for it, and and the adulation that comes with four four wins in a row. It's four one nil wins. It's four four clean sheets. We won't keep winning one nil, so we're going to have to score some more goals. Um, and 
know, we, we, we have some signs at the moment that's, that's, that's doing really well for us. In that, you know, clean sheet mentality, first goal mentality equals a winning mentality. And at the moment, it's working for us. Goalkeeper Jake Turner's also been chatting to the club's media rep, Phil Catterick. Like I've said, the performance wasn't probably where we want it to be. Um, but the most important thing is going back to the three points on the road. And um, yeah, everyone dug in well. Uh, clean sheet man- mentality is what we have. And, and yeah, we've managed to get four, four in a row. Is it actually more pleasing that when you haven't played so well, you are still winning? Yeah, you can see it that way. Um, like I say, we've got to just dig in, even if we're not playing particularly well. Uh, and even if we're, we're going to concede goals, we're going to, we're going to lose games, we're going to draw games. But yeah, it's always good when you're not, um, when you're not playing the best to, to come back with a win is always good. Talk me through the penalty. A, did you think it was a penalty? But B, did you just guess right? Did you kind of read in his eyes which way he was going? Uh, to be fair, don't really think it was a penalty. I think it's a bit harsh. Uh, Shea's arm, it was a bit close to Shea. Uh, his arm was by his side. It, it did hit his hand, to be fair. So I understand with the new rules these days, anything, anything can be given. Uh, but now, to be fair, Nico, Nico's obviously played with Don before, so he gave me a little point and uh, I went with him. And yeah, luckily I went the right way and yeah, kept it out. From a personal perspective, you must be delighted. First few games and successive clean sheets, you must be absolutely delighted. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Um, not just for me, like obviously all the, all the lads, the back four has been pretty solid to be fair. Um, I think this was the busiest I've probably been today. Um, last two days to be fair, I've not really, last two games, sorry, I've not really done much. Um, like I say, credit to the back four, to, to all 11, to be fair, we defend as a team, we, we attack as a team. What was it like being in goal at that end with 1,390 Jules fans behind you? Yeah, it's quality. Sport's been unreal, to be fair, start of the year. Um, even towards the end of last year, it was really good. Uh, didn't really know what to expect this year, but obviously when they're in Como, when they all rocked up there, yeah, it's, it's been quality. Uh, like I say, when they bring a lot, I know it's not too far. Um, but yeah, when they bring that many away, it's, it's, it's very good. And in cricket, Kent have beaten Essex in their latest one-day cup match. The Spitfires scored 287 runs at Canterbury yesterday and bowled the visitors out for 227 with more than five overs to spare. It keeps their chances of qualifying for the knockout stages alive. That's all from us today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and Threads. You can also get details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.